Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's me. Um, So the first thing I want to say is let's not get um, sidetracked from the main message of these verses through focusing on debates about slavery. Um, We held a a modern day slavery awareness event last week. Uh, We are the Church of uh, Wilberforce and the Clapham sect. It is right to be against slavery for freedom uh, because all the Bible has in it the root of what it is to get rid of slavery, namely a belief that every human being is precious, is of worth and is made in the image of God. And Peter here, when he's referring uh, to slaves here, he's, he's referring to servants, to uh, the word the word used is servants, sort of domestic helps in houses of the wealthy. Uh, so that would have included the manage, managers of the local, the sort of the estate, uh, doctors, teachers, tutors. Um, and uh, some people would have had nightmare bosses, um, the nightmare masters, uh, but some would have had quite reasonable ones. And so in a sense here with this bit, it's better uh, to think of it in terms of applying it to us, to think of employees when reading this passage. Uh, w- uh, what most of us will have uh, is a boss, uh, we, or we will have had one when we were in some workplace. Um, you know, my boss is the bishop, your boss will be somebody different. Uh, you know, at the very least with this passage, think of sort of the servants downstairs in Downton Abbey, uh, rather than the aristocrats upstairs. But when we look at this passage, the main message of the sort of whole of this section of chapter 2 of 1 Peter and the first half of chapter 3, the main message is encouraging us as Christians to be people who are willing to submit. Uh, So that's the main way that Peter is saying we live out a good life amongst the pagans, verse 12. Uh, So um, if you sort of look at the whole context, and I just put up the next slide, And from verse 13, uh, remember yesterday, um, Peter wrote, submit yourselves, verse 13, for the Lord's sake to every human authority. And then we had the bit there about um, the emperor and the supreme authority, blah, 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 governors. Then you get to our bit, uh, verse 18, slaves in reverent fear of God, submit, again, he uses the submit word, yourselves to your masters, not only those to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. And the main message, I think, for our little few verse, three verses today is this. If we suffer for doing wrong, well, it's our own fault. (laughs) There's nothing to be gained. But if we suffer for doing good, Peter says it is commendable before God. Um, So just look again. He says, slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters, not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. For it's commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they're conscious of God. But how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and you endure it, this is commendable for uh, before God. So if we suffer for doing wrong, that's our own fault. Uh, but if we suffer for doing good, that is commendable before God. And the question really is, how might any of us be willing to do that, to unjustly suffer? You know, what might that look like? It may be because we're honest in our work, we don't get promoted. Maybe because we speak about Jesus with a colleague, uh, we get sacked for standing up for our faith, or we, because we speak of Jesus with a friend that they don't want to spend time with us. Um, someone in the church I was speaking to recently, two, two people were shortlisted for an internal promotion in their work, uh, and the promotion in the end went to the other candidate because of his views on gender, which didn't fit with the current cultural ideas. So how might any of us be willing to suffer for doing good? Well, the only reason we will suffer for doing good is if we have a big vision of God. 
so big that his existence, that his relationship with us and our relationship with him has an impact on our daily living. So if you look at what uh, Peter writes, he says, slaves in reverent fear of God, verse 18. Or in verse 19, he says, you know, because they are conscious of God. So the only reason that you or I will suffer for doing good, even if it's unjust, is because we have a big vision of God. We are in reverent fear of him. We are conscious of him. But just as I finish, I just want to add one thing, and that is look at the last three words in our little passage. Uh, Verse 20 says, this is commendable before God. And literally, that is, this is the grace of God. And if we next tomorrow, how does the passage continue? It goes on to speak about Jesus, Jesus who suffered unjustly, Jesus who submitted himself uh, to suffering uh, for doing good on the cross. And how will you and I be willing to suffer for doing good? It'll only be if we're focused on and have a vision of the grace of God, of how Jesus first suffered for doing good, a suffering that ultimately benefited us. Today, we prayed in the light of that passage for people uh, in the church family, in all our different workplaces, that we might be those who are willing to suffer uh, for doing good, that we might be willing to do good, even uh, if that means that we suffer unjustly, because we are conscious of God, uh, because we live in a reverent, right fear and awe of God. And so we prayed for that for people in their workplaces and that we might be uh, those who uh, live such good lives amongst our colleagues uh, that though uh, they may at times um, accuse us of doing wrong, they might see our good deeds and glorify God on the day he visits us. So we prayed into the workplaces and then we prayed uh, for um, the leaders of this country with the Omicron variant and all the challenges around that. Uh, We prayed too for the Breakfast Club happening today and we prayed for the choir uh, who are beginning to practice for the Carols by Candlelight services in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, So thank you so much for joining us in praying.